0: Hey, what's up, Kansas City? Stephen St. John here with a brand new episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. I got my uh, my good friend Todd Lebo here. Mm. who Fucking earlier, like I'm too busy. I can't come in there. I'm like, you can't give me 25 or 30 minutes of your time. And so then after I asked him, and then Ben had to fucking beg him. Then you come in here. It's the playoffs, You're man. Be I'm asked very busy. Like three or four times. Very busy. Going out to Arrowhead. Yeah, very busy. Who's, things, who's things speaking today?
1: Down. Defensive coordinators, offensive right, coordinators, good. coaches.
0: That'd be real good. players. Okay, everybody, it's important. I'll have Chiefs you out here quick. The I'll have you out here quick. Yeah. It's been a minute since the last podcast because first I was on vacay, a little well earned vacation PTO, paid time off, well earned. And so did you put that? Did you put that shit
1: in the ADP thing? No. All right, I you, will. Need to, you need to learn how to log on to the HR app. We're a sophisticated company. I can do it. In. I've
0: done it before. I just didn't know. Log all your sick days for this year. Well, there's a lot. Docking your pay for last year, not this year. This year, I'm back. I was back quick. Listen to me, <laughs> quick. So I had uh, we went we we traveled. Well, first I just took time off for the holidays, and then rest. Me and my wife Susan and the the twin girls, and my youngest son Phil drove to Dallas for the Cotton Bowl, and we stayed in Frisco, Texas. Shout out Nick Bolton. Uh, so we, we stayed in Frisco. We Straight went- down I-35. Yeah, that was good. Did you eat any Brahms? Yep. Yep. On the way down, yes. Yeah? We had Brahms. We had- and you took a picture of Oklahoma for me? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I'm passing Norman. On the way back, I don't know how I fucking went, but I, I, then I passed through Stillwater. Down with the Oklahoma State Country. You, you, well, no, there's a sign
1: for Stillwater on I I-35. I missed it. It's not right by the highway. I didn't go back
0: the same way, though.
1: Oh, you w- went up like 69 or I whatever. I guess that or way, like a bunch bu- of fucking. Stuff, this is
0: cowboy country, and I went into a convenience store there, and this fucking guy was all geared up, and I had my Mizzou shit on, and he didn't lie. He was looking me up and down. Mm. this Oklahoma State guy. So he, you know, these fucking Oklahoma State people were not friendly when I drove through Stillwater. Just not at all. You know. um, and so we get down there, and it, it, we we ate a at Babe's famous you had a chicken eating tour. Fuck, that was good. And everything's family style. You, go and you can only order four things at Babe's. Chicken? And that's what they called my mother, Babe. So I thought it was, of course we got to go there. It's a chain, but it's in Texas, and it's fucking good. You can get fried chicken, chicken tenders, chicken fried steak, or uh, fried catfish. That's your entree. And then forever, however many people are at the table, they bring uh, the sides family style. So no matter what you want, you get cream corn, Green beans, potatoes, mashed potatoes, gravy, some fucking good ass biscuits. And mm. it, it was great. It was we couldn't eat it. You only it ate fucking, one piece of chicken. Oh shit, I had a little. We we all ordered different stuff. So that piece. was meal on Thursday. Yeah, dinner Thursday we, when we got there, we cleaned up first thing. Cleaned up our act and went down there. I had some catfish. I had some uh, chicken fried steak. I had some chicken. You know. So you got up good.
1: Friday morning game day.
0: Yeah. What'd you eat then? Oh, they had a free breakfast uh, and a fucking good free breakfast at this hotel. My all wife right? will not eat eggs. It was a Hilton thing. They had eggs. They had sausage. They had you could make waffles in the shape of the state of Texas. They had hot oatmeal. They had all kinds of good shit. Yogurts, yogurts, cold cereal, fruit, had it all. And so we killed that. And then the day of did we fucking eat lunch. We were kind of nervous. I didn't want to You eat, want to get down there you know? early. Yeah. So we went to the pep rally that was in the ballpark where the Rangers play. For you, know, you had to buy tickets. The, like, the actual new ballpark. Yeah. Globe Life. Yeah. It was like fucking $175 to do VIP and sit on the field and have a buffet. For one person or the whole yeah, family? Yeah, for one person. Or it was $20 a person just for GA to walk and around. You did so the 20 We did the $20. Yeah. I, I didn't need all that shit.
1: Because you spent all this money on the real tickets.
0: But then... I fucking we go to the concession stand for the grab and go and we got like a couple barbecue sandwiches, a couple hot dogs, whatever and that ended up being like fucking $100. But it was that's how much Just it vacation. Cost? And so we're there, we go to the pep rally, we have fun there, and then we walk over to AT&T Stadium. We had to go through their version of Kansas City Live, which is Texas Live, and that was wild. Uh, and there's a new This is your first time at the stadium? No, you've been to a no, boxing I match. No, I went there. to a Canelo fight there, yeah. but there, this shit wasn't there in 2016. Right, it's different. And then there was a there was a Lowe's hotel. It mm-hmm. was right there across. It was badass. You it was all stayed cool. You there. Could walk. Yeah, walked. Yeah. Money, no. No. I checked into that. I mean it was sold out anyway, but it was too much. And so we walked over to the uh, to the stadium. We went in I'm stupid. I usually ignore on the ticket when it says for your seats enter in this gate. And we went in, to the Missouri. there's a Missouri entrance and an Ohio State entrance. I'm not fucking going in where Ohio State people are going in. I'm going in with the Missouri people. I'm having fun. I saw Gary Pinkle. I'm talking to Gary Pinkle. And then we eat corn dogs. We're having a good time. So that's when we walk Big in corn there. corn dog. And I try to go to our seats this way, and it's, it's like a club level shit. You can't go this way. Then I try to go this way. You can't fucking go that way. And so I'm asking people, and these, these people don't even know where the fuck the seats are. They work there. They have no idea. It's like, it's like me trying to answer questions. So, so, does someone tell me how I get to this fucking set, like 236? Give me the, the, the route to my section. Well, you got to go up to the fourth floor on the, in the elevator or in the escalator, and then you got to go across on the fourth floor over to the 436. and go. To, it was the most convoluted, stupid fucking thing. You're
1: like a spinal tap. Whatever. Backstage. And so then we go up.
0: Way. And we went up, it was, was, the escalator did not look safe going up to the top. Anyway, we had to walk around this whole fucking thing. We get to our seats, great seats. We were right behind the tunnel where the Mizzou players come out. It was, people didn't like the game on TV, but when you were there, it was like being at a pitcher's duel in a playoff game. Every, every play mattered because SEC it means more. It was fucking wildly exciting and then finally in the fourth quarter, Mizzou scores the two touchdowns. Right in the end zone where we're sitting, mm. it was fucking picture perfect. It was a great night. We had a blast. And so then that was Friday. You
1: sure wouldn't text anyone during that game. You were nervous no, as hell. yeah,
0: I was nervous. You were scared. It was 3-0 for fucking three hours. You were scared. I didn't want to fucking go. I'm thinking I, we came all the way down here, and it's going to be a loss. It's stupid, and I fucking hate it. And sports. you were like, is this
1: fucking Lebo's right? Bowl games are dumb. I never should have done this. And then they won and it, it was, was all worth it. It was a badass
0: bowl game, dude. It was the atmosphere and all the shit around it was awesome. And so then afterwards, we walk back to the car and we're going to go eat because we're hungry. We're going to eat during the game or anything. It'd been a while. And I'm looking up and I didn't, I guess I'm stupid again. I didn't realize there's In N Out burgers down there. Oh, new. And I'm looking up. Coming and to I, fight and Whataburger. Said, this motherfucker doesn't close until 2 a.m. Mm. Here we go. And we went straight to an In-N-Out burger, and the the line was not bad. And I we found a way to order like fifty dollars worth of shit at In-N-Out, and it's reasonably priced. And let me tell you something, that was one of the best because it was unexpected. Did you eat inside In-N-Out? No, we went took it back to the hotel. How we had a fucking nice,
1: cold was that food when you got back to the hotel?
0: It, wasn't, it was a mile from our hotel. Okay, all right, fine. We fucking the 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 taste of victory after winning the Cotton Bowl. Not knowing there was an In-N-Out burger down there. Victories. Getting it. So the unexpected delight of an In-N-Out burger after winning the Cotton Bowl, that was one of the best fucking hamburgers i ever had. Like it like a flip on a recruit. Oh, it was great. You didn't know you are getting it. I was, it was great. So we're up until two in the morning.
1: What time did you go down for that eight. breakfast again? Eight? Well, yeah, We
0: got down there. got the right window. after it. No, it, on, I think during the week, it shuts down at nine. But then on the weekend, it shuts down at 10. So we had an extra. Oh, hour. yeah, next turn. Right. Down there at nine, though. So we eat again. Get your full hour of eating in. We were going to go to the video game museum. We never found time to go because I wanted to go and I thought it was important for everyone to go to the sixth floor museum, the JFK museum in downtown Dallas. And so this is where we're going to fucking go. Yeah. And we, and thankfully on the, on the drive down, I said, you know what? We should just buy the tickets now. So Timed to entry or it. whatever. Yeah. Cause you have to buy tickets for your time frame of yeah. going in. It's open from like 10 a.m. to to 4 p.m. or five 5 p.m.
1: It's not like a 12-hour thing. It's only open for like eight hours. But you yeah. gotta
0: buy, you know, for your your time to go in. And so I'm glad we did because we drive down there, we park behind the fucking grassy knoll. They got a parking lot right back there. Used to be train tracks. Okay. There's train tracks still there. Yeah. We parked, we might have parked where the fucking assassin parked. And you know that I'm an aficionado of this shit. I'm my fucking skin's crawling, my hair is standing on the back of my I'm fucking, we're here. And it says sold out for the day. You got your and tickets. I'm thinking, though. oh fuck! If I didn't get these tickets, I'd have been hot. We were like five minutes late. We ran in there to make sure they're gonna let us in. They let you us in. You were late trying to get all these kids together. It was kids' fault. And so we get in there. We spent like fucking four hours. Did
1: you do the little audio thing? No, Did they have the ear things no, on. I'm the
0: audio fucking. Yeah.
1: guy. Nah, I give the audio. We to went it. to this on a football trip once. Oh. Me and Lance and Mike and Dave. And we 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 really enjoyed it. It, it was, was great. We didn't spend as much time as you did there, but we really enjoyed it.
0: They had... Because uh, the
1: museum's not that old. It's not no. like... Because I used to go down there to Texas for OU Texas, and th- there was no museum at that point.
0: They had an exhibit that was o- that's only there for a few months because of the 60th anniversary called, uh, I think, Two Days in Texas. And it documents... We always talk about what happened there at the end, obviously, with the assassination. But it talked about... The stops that he made before, right when he went down to Houston uh, for the Lulac uh, convention, Fort and Worth. some others, and so, but they had all these different. Uh, they had a whole book. You could go up to the presidential podium, and they had a book of his speeches that he gave. And so, you gotta go, I took pictures of you know, <coughs> you know the you know, at the podium. You and tell me, you took some
1: pictures of this. Yeah, oh, yeah, I took
0: big. I took about three hundred pictures of this thing. And so then anyway, we went through, and it showed, like, the different fri- flight logs and who was on each flight. It was fascinating. And then we went into, they had, like, a darkened room. And this is, I mean, some people would not be interested in seeing this. I was. They had a shirt that one of the emergency room doctors was wearing, mm-hmm. still with the blood stains on it. Oh, wow. <clears throat> right. And so it was, that was, that was a bit much. But. On the opposite side, and just this black wall, and it was very dark. They showed all the different angles from the home movies that were taken of the assassination that day, including the very graphic kill shot taken by the Zapruder film. And it was very, very solemn. Very, and that's all there was. But, but it would, the projection would show the the different scenes and different shots on different parts of the wall. It was it was it was very well done. But it was also hard to watch cuz they showed everything, right? Yeah. And so that was a different exhibit we spent time up there. Um, and then, you know, going you've, you've been there, going through all that stuff. We we and I watched I watched a film about how they decided to turn the Schoolberg depository into a museum and how they approached Edward Kennedy about it and they 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 wanted to try to, you know, make sure that the Kennedys knew it was going to be done in, in good taste and to honor JFK. Uh, it's a really fascinating stuff. I, it was, I loved it. I had been there before, but the like one time I went, it was with my dad and my dad, as I've said on this podcast before, he's always in a fucking hurry to, to go to the next place, no matter what it is. And so as soon as they're how long are we going to be here? You've seen this, right? He got killed. Let's go. And so, you know, <laughs> it's just like, I, fuck, come on. So, But everyone was fascinated, even the girls. It was really interesting, right? And it's also, it takes you through a walk, you know, through time. Like, what was, you know, it talks about the 60s and what was right. going on. And there's, like, a spot that talks about the Cuban Missile Crisis. And then there's a spot that talks about the Bay of Pigs. It's, 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 it's fascinating. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. So then afterwards, of course, we go, you know me. We go to the fucking gift shop. I'm, I'm, I am I got to buy some stuff. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. This very fine utility purse was on sale at the JFK gift shop. And I like purses. And I said, I like this. And I tried it on. There's and no logos. For, no. No nothing. No. I don't know why it was on sale at the, at the Sixth Floor Museum gift shop. What's that R mean? Who makes that? I don't know. Like, aren't you going to use this purse? So, <laughs> I don't it, it is. I love it. Just put that anywhere.
1: How about that, huh? You knocked us off the Nobody's, air?
0: My fucking laptop bag, my fucking iPad bag, knocked us off the earth. You know why? Because that thing
1: wasn't bought at the sixth floor depository this was? at the museum.
0: All right. So anyway, went through that, and it was, it was, and then, so then this is where things took a turn. So I go outside into Dealey Plaza to conduct my investigation. I'm taking my camera and looking at everything, and. There are people that are set up at tables. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy theorists. They've got they got their wares. And let me tell you something. Some of them may write up here. I can tell you that right now. But we see one guy. It says autograph signing today. It is an old battered fucking banner. Guess what? There's an autograph signing every day. <laughs> every day. day. But he's got this big hardbound book. Fuck it. I'm gonna go up here and talk to this guy. So I start and I I was showing off a little bit, asking some questions. Oh, well, he goes, oh, you really researched this. I said, yes, I have, sir. And I said, how much is your book? He said, $60. I said, do you take Venmo? He goes, I do. I said, sign that book for me. I want this.
1: So you bought, have you read this thing yet?
0: It's very good. But anyway, and he had, like, binders filled with, like, the fucking Lee Harvey Oswald autopsy photos and the JFK autopsy photos. Just some, it's some crazy shit, right? You know, I, I took a picture with him. I look for it. to Ben. Huh? Send it to Ben. Well, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what I was doing, right? But then... What were uh, your kids doing? They were interested. He, he okay. gave a long talk. And apparently, he's he's he, when he was very young and started this, he became friends with Lee Harvey Oswald's widow, Marina. And she still lives. She's remarried. She lives in the suburbs of Dallas. First of all, I'd have got the fuck out of yeah. Texas if I was her. Because she just wants to be left alone and not fucked with. Not the place to do it. Doesn't that surprise you that she's, like, just in the suburbs of Dallas, just fucking uh, housewife or whatever? And he said, yeah, he still visits with her. She doesn't want the spotlight, but he made friends with her because he supported the theory that it wasn't, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald. Going off the deep end, okay? Fucking CIA. All right, we'll talk about this on another podcast. I'm building my case. I've got fucking names. I've got operatives' names. Jake knows. I've got all this shit fucking nailed down. Right, but I'm not doing it now. Okay. And, and trust me, people know that I'm okay right now. So if I end up fucking going off the road or something like that, fucking CIA, don't fucking do that to me. All right, I will not. You're asking. Me. Well, please don't. Please don't. All right. I'm trying to let more people pass before we <laughs> blow the whistle on everyone. Okay, listen. So then after that, we went at a great, uh ate a fucking ate a great Mexican restaurant in downtown Dallas. Uh, and then we go home and just spend the evening because we were fucking tired from the and and everything else. Got up the next this day. This is when you
1: were supposed to drive back and help me work at that
0: game no, on New Year's Eve. It wasn't and Then I called you. I, we I'm got up on anyway. Sunday, had another free breakfast, and we're driving out. We get 30 minutes out, and everyone, you know, we got to go to a Bucky's. Yeah. There's a fucking Bucky's. Ben, you ever been to a Bucky's? You've been to, a been to I've Buc-ee's. never been to a Bucky's. I went to this fucking thing just thinking we're going to get some drinks, whatever. I spent over $200 at the Bucky's. What is wrong with you? They were fucking carving brisket and making sandwiches, and they had tacos, and they had fucking beef jerky, and they had fucking all kinds of shit. I couldn't believe it. I would be fucking broke if there was a Bucky's in Kansas City. It was incredible. But then I got real sick when I got home, and I I had bought, like, four or five different sandwiches to try them, and then put them in—I bought a Bucky's cooler bag— and I never got to eat any of this shit. You you I bought back, Bucky's in
1: Texas and took the food home yeah. to Kansas City and thought you were going to eat it. F- fucking eight hours
0: like later, the next day. Or, but I got real sick. I got I was like I was off work for over a week after my vacation. I got real. I was really fucking sick. And so what I that uh, I have to hit Bucky's again some Jesus point. Okay. Whatever. How much money do you think you wasted on this trip? A lot. And so oh you had to talk about. We're walking out and I got cotton bowl fucking shirts for everyone. I got me too. Well, I you got you're two, supposed to buy those in the street from no, a guy for less money. No, I fucking buy them inside AT&T Stadium because I wanted to celebrate a 14 to three victory over Ohio State. So you bought yeah. five Cotton Bowl shirts. Me, Phil, Julia, Selena, Susan, and then me again—six.
1: You bought six Cotton Bowl shirts. Yep. How much were these? A piece? A lot. Well, you spent $300 on Cotton Bowl shirts. Less. Two two sixty.
0: Less. just Round. Have n't we fuck? talked about you wasting money? Yeah, we've money. talked about we've talked about it, but I fucking still do it in spots. Okay, in, that was a big spot for me. <laughs> oh
1: my god! So then we
0: drive home. We don't get home till ten o'clock. I I I bathe. I took a quick horse bath, <laughs> and then I, I drive down to Argosy because Richie's playing with uh, the band he was in and finishes and he's done at fucking one in the morning. And I come home and I lay down for like an hour. Then I have to get up and take Phil. To the airport because he's going to fucking Hawaii, and I dropped him off at the airport like at three thirty in the morning, and that was my New Year's Eve. And then the next day, I went to dinner at my dad's house, got home, and I got fucking. Sick. And then January second, Susan had surgery on her on her hand, her wrist, and 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 oh yeah, oh fuck, Bucky's just coming to Kansas City. Maybe I would be fucked. Potential. To oh shit, that's yeah. the now they're in Springfield too. now. They're in Missouri. But so then Susan had surgery on January second. Then I got real sick. Mm-hmm. She got That's me. when you quit coming to work? Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Fuck this you over. You didn't want me here. Trust did you fill that. out that ADP thing? I, I will. I'm putting your sick I'm going to do it on the next podcast. So now I'm back. Now I'm here. It was a great fucking trip. But I got, like I said, I got really sick. I had upper respiratory infection. I had all kinds of shit. And so I was fucking out. I was out for three or four days. Just fucking out of it. Just in bed. I was in bed for th- four or five days. Go on. And so um, like so now come, I'm back. Did
1: someone come in and turn you?
0: No, me. I will turn myself. Change, uh, your, change your bed but, linens. And I still didn't feel well. But did I answer the bell for the playoff you, you game? came to the playoffs. With the fucking minus eight, minus nine. And what happened in the fourth quarter of the playoff game? He
1: was gone for about ten minutes. Where the fuck this guy go? He comes back. I got sick. This guy threw up in the bathroom at the press area. I was still crazy. Ahead.
0: My stomach did not feel well. He
1: wouldn't even eat a hot dog at halftime. And I fucking love hot dogs. I said, go home. It was the fourth quarter. He said, go home. He goes, no, I'm here. And it was my favorite kind of hot dog, free hot dogs.
0: (laughs) They had ketchup, mustard, relish. And I told him, I said, you know I don't fucking feel good if I don't eat a hot dog. So, anyway, that catches you up on where I've been, why it's been a minute since I did a podcast. But then I I would also like to catch you up on a couple of other things. All right? First of all, congratulations to – uh, my daughter, uh, St. Pius XC girls basketball team, won their first game last night over St. Teresa's by one point. Great defensive battle. Thank you very much. And they play at Park Hill tonight, so let's go. Number two, we've started watching True Detective, mm-hmm. the new True Detective. What's the, what's the called? Night Country? Night Country, that's okay. right. With Jodie Foster and Kaylee Reese. Kaylee Reese, Google her. She's a former three-time world boxing champion. And she actually fought in the first women's fight to ever be televised on HBO. Before HBO took a shit on all boxing fans to stop broadcasting boxing, she's fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. she's like the sidekick. That's gonna be the, the the duo that's solving shit. It's 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 like a, it's it's a detective show, a, you know, a crime thriller, right? When you're like a Who Done It, but it's also got a supernatural yeah, spirits to
1: it. Yeah, it takes place in Alaska, so there's a lot of. Night Uh, country.
0: It's fucking night for, like, how long? Days, I I guess. Oh, months. It's,
1: uh, they they have a, you know, it's like some of the natives up there and some of the spirit things, so that's part of it. Some supernatural, and then
0: some regular old uh, killing and drunk people. Fucking. It's good shit. Oh, no, it's fucking, yeah, there's some fucking in there. It's some good shit. And so I would highly recommend... Going to, uh, Only going to one in to today. Just yeah. watch the first, but one. it hooked me like twenty minutes in. This is going to be fantastic. It's great. I love it. True Detective is a is a polarizing series. They have the, like a spiral that there's a nod back to the first season. The first, they're season, drinking Lone Star beer, just uh, like Matthew McConaughey. The, the first
1: season of True season. Detective was very good, but I think it fell apart at the end. I did not like the finale of the first season of True Detective. I thought the second season of True Detective. I can't remember one thing about it. Don't know. I can.
0: The third season. I like the Conway Twitty impersonator. The rose. What?
1: But the end of the third season, they just explained the whole thing in twenty minutes. The like guy just told the story. I, th- I didn't think they ended it very well. So I have high hopes for this. I will watch it. This we're looks looking for we're looking for heritage television, prestige TV on a Sunday night. So and we're just about done with. You know, I'd listen the chief be playing on Sunday at five thirty, but that doesn't mean we can't watch this afterwards. Got to be ready to go next week. But um, we're looking for something to do on these Sunday nights. Watch these shows. Have you been
0: watching Reacher?
1: I, I've only watched two of the first season. That's good. Of the second it's season. Cheesy. I've watched the whole
0: first season. It's dumb-dumb it's, it's TV, but it's good because I'm a dumb-dumb. I love it. We're, we're, I think there's one more episode, and we're done for Reacher. Uh, also, as far as movies, I will tell you about two movies that I saw over the holidays that I highly recommend. One, I went in with high expectations. The other, I had no expectations, but I was pleas- pleasantly surprised by both of them. The first was the uh, Wonka movie. Yeah, and I went into this because we went to see this on Christmas Eve, and I went to it because I knew everyone else would love it. Susan would love it. Uh, the girls love fucking Timothy Chalamet. Timothy you know, Chalamet says so okay, and the boys like uh, oh fucking Candy. No, Kellen Peel. Oh, Keegan Michael. Yeah, he, he's in it. So I mean, it looked it's musical. It looked good. Let me tell you something. That fucking movie was great. And I got into it, and because I, I, it, it was a, a, a prequel to the Gene Wilder Wonka. To younger Will Wonka. Right, and how he became you know, Wonka, whatever, his story. It was really good. The music was good. The story was good. It's good enough to where I think it could be like a holiday classic where people look forward I to You know who I just talked year. to
1: yesterday who really loved this movie? What? Danny Klinkscale. It was really good. He said it was just like you. Did not have high expectations. It was fucking... Blown
0: away. By I it. don't use this word. It was delightful. Delightful. I'm gonna watch it. It was delightful, and at the, there was a little, you know, you know, I get all choked up whenever there's anything about a mother and a yeah. son. It was. It. It. it I kind of looked around, and there, a few people had little tears in their eyes at the end. But it was a beautiful movie. The only thing that I, I thought it was good. People bitched about the Oompa Loompas, right? Because mm-hmm. did you see who plays the Oompa Loompa? It's Hugh Grant. It's Hugh right? Grant plays in Oompa Loompa and they people are mad. Fuck, people want to be like, what do you like? Who do you want to be the fucking Oompa Loompa? I mean, how's that like? What? It's Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant was pretty funny because Oompa Loompa's fucking drinking alcohol yeah. and he's a little son of a bitch. This guy, you know, this little Oompa mm-hmm. kind of don't like him. Like this, he's a prick. Well, they, then you they, see, they're yeah. mischievous. They're not just right. Yeah, and he was he was he was on Wonka's ass because Wonka stole their fucking chocolate. Whatever. Uh-huh. Any anyway, but it was it was kind of it was weird the way they did it. And I'll at the beginning, like, do I like then but then he became a wisecracking little drinker. Like, I like this fucking guy. I'd like to hang out with him. I'd like to have that oompa loompa fucking go out with me and do shit. You know, whatever. I'm gonna watch the show. It was really good. Yeah. The other movie I want to see, The Iron Claw. All right, and I've told you about this fucking movie. It's uh the story of the Von Erich family, the the wildly popular Legendary wrestling family in Texas. Texas wrestlers. Growing up in the 80s, if you follow professional wrestling, you knew who the Von Erics were. It was. The people that played the parts was hard to kind of wrap your head around. Like Jeremy Allen White played Kerry Von Erich. Kerry Von Eric is this huge six fucking guy. guy. Yeah. You know, and Jeremy L- Allen White was way shorter than everyone else. And he. But he was good in it. But they shot it like with perspective and stuff to make him look bigger. Not really. Really? Zach Efron played Kevin Von Erich. Zach Efron's a taller guy, but and he's not. But Zach Zac Efron had to take every fucking steroid. Yeah, that they were he both was, ripped up, right? But Zach Efron was like he couldn't even fucking move around. And just watch, I thought, you know what? Zach Efron should have played Kerry Von Erich. And Jeremy Allen White should have played Kevin. But but whatever. The guy that played uh, David Von Erich, perfect. Mike Von Erich, perfect. There's another Vineric named Chris Vineric. He he was very short, but he turned himself into a wrestler to follow his brother's footsteps. They omitted him. They totally ignored him in the story. He didn't even appear in the story. And if you know the real story, uh, David Vineric died under mysterious circumstances on a tour of Japan. Mike Vineric committed suicide. Kerry Vineric committed suicide. But then Chris Vineric also committed suicide, but they just took him out of the fucking story. Too many. Uh, Too Kevin Vineric is the only one that's left. Still alive. And the guy that played the dad Fritz, I can't remember the actor's name, but he played um Bill Tench in the movie. Was it Profiler? What the fuck was it? Hold on. God. I'll look it up. In Netflix. Well, we gotta look it up now and tell people. But he he was perfect as Fritz Vineric. He was fantastic. Mind Hunter. Yeah. Holt. Like, McAlaney. He was dead on. Because I remember because I I, I I I watched him yeah, He all was the, a wrestler in like the 60s he, or something. Example, but but he was a character and he was the guy all through world championship wrestling, the manager sons, everything else. Unbelievable. Then they had some other guys playing like supporting roles. They had a guy play Harley Race. Harley Race was a minor character in this because at the time when the binary was cut up, Harley Race from Kansas City was the world champion. And so they had him do a like a promo getting ready mm-hmm. to fight the Vinerics. Fucking perfect. Guy nailed it. Fantastic. The wrestling part of it, not so much. Wasn't great, but he nailed the promo. So then, like one of the big parts of the story is after David Vineric dies, Kerry Vineric, they're gonna he's gonna fight uh the nature boy Ric Flair, or Kevin is. And and so I'm thinking Cowboy okay, Stadium, right? This is this, yeah, this has got to be good. The guy that played Rick you should have fucking played Rick. I should have played Rick. I look more like Rick than this fucking guy. He had a bad wig on, and he cut the promo. And it was a, it was a big moment in the movie. Like, okay, here's... It's Rick Flair. And you're thinking, well, they got to hit this out of the park. Fucking terrible. Really? Fuck, I was mad. I'm looking... Because, you know, even like my dad, and even the boys, like, how do you fuck that up? Yeah. How do you not nail that? You got to go... There were so many people that do great Ric Rick Flair, Flair yeah. impersonations, and they just fucking dropped the ball. I don't know who, like, saw that. They, yep, you know what, we got this one. Because the guy that did the Harley Race promo was fucking great. And then the Ric Flair was like, and that that was the only thing. So for that moment, I'm like, oh, that. But the story f- was well Fuck though. that. No, the story. Dude, there were people crying in that fucking story. It's a heartbreaking story. And it's about brothers. Mm-hmm family in and, and, and even Richie and Phil Richie said you know dad I was gonna I was gonna jack with you because he likes when I take him to a movie he likes to say oh that movie sucked mm-hmm. just fuck with me he goes I love that movie that was that was great
1: couldn't even fuck with
0: you about just about brothers and I, I watched it with me my dad and 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 Richie and Phil it's a great story about fathers and sons brothers it was but it's sad oh yeah well it's a sad story but it was, ter- it was a ter- tragic, again, a terrific movie, but it's like, it's not going to be one of these feel Cause like you'll fucking walk out of like, <laughs> fuck, I mean, I mean, fuck, not a big uplift, you know, her. but then you Google it and read and the, the story is even sadder in real life. Yeah. Cause they, they didn't include all the fucking brothers that died. They just eliminated one of them, but it was fantastic. Eliminated. So that's it. That's my recommendations. And I've just started watching this show on Netflix called beef. I'm three episodes in and it's fucking good so far. Beef. It's really it's a, it starts off with a road rage incident and goes from there. So I Fargo just that. ended this week. It was a great season of Fargo. I like Gino Temple. Was she good?
1: She was great in Fargo and in, and John Hamm was in it this year. It's great. Fargo's an interesting show. It's not for everybody. It's a great season of it. I thought it ended very well. It's hard to end a season and they ended it on a
0: happy note, which is pretty unusual. All right for shows where people buy. Well, there it is. Lots all right, so that's what we're watching right now. There's an update on where I've been. You know, we're wrapped up right now in the playoffs. Hopefully the Chiefs are going to beat fucking Buffalo this uh, this weekend. If not, uh, we'll Buck be back. Buffalo. Yeah, that, hey, that's exactly right. We'll be back next week with another new episode. And every week from here on out of Hot Mike with SSJ. If you'd like to sponsor or be a partner with this podcast, contact me, Stephen St. John, at 810WHB.com, or my agent, Jake Gutierrez. Jake at 810whb.com and so uh, until next week the microphone is off